The Girl Talk Inc. podcast inspires middle and high school girls to learn about, to embrace, and to live every day in their leadership lifestyle. Welcome back. We are your hosts, Pace and Melissa. Want to bring Girl Talk to your community? The best way to do that is to start a chapter. To learn more, you can go to our website and click on Get Involved. Then go to Start a Chapter, and it will lead you right to how to All start. All right. Hey, girls. Welcome back to the Girl Talk Inc. podcast. I'm Melissa Hay. Enriquez, and I have the pleasure of speaking with Shakela Nunes today. Um, we're really excited to talk about courage because I think that courage is foundational to leadership um, and specifically foundation to female leadership. Um, Shakela has done some pretty cool things in her lifetime so far. And so she's just going to inspire us with her story, with her leadership opportunities that she's had. Um, and I'm really excited to talk to her today. So Shakela, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you all for having me. My name is Shakela Nunez, as Melissa has stated. I am a fourth year PhD student at Morehouse School of Medicine, where I study colon cancer research. I am originally from Houston, Texas, where it's very hot, where it is now. Um, I've lived in Louisiana, I've lived in Georgia, and now I'm back kind of rerouted to Texas. Um, so to tell you just a little bit about my journey, I completed high school in Houston. Immediately after high school, I moved to New Orleans, Louisiana, where I completed my bachelor's degree at Dillon University in chemistry. I minored in mathematics, did quite a few um, summer programs while I was there, um, was involved in um, different leadership roles, and also pledged for Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. After my bachelor's degree, I then moved to Atlanta, where I completed my master's degree at Morehouse School of Medicine, and I still reside, um, completing my PhD there. So yeah, that's my story. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I think that there are so many girls, um, Black girls specifically, that would love to be in the position and the opportunities in which that you have. And I think that seeing you and having that representation is life-changing for them. Um, I think that you in general are inspiring to all girls. Um, but I know that if I had met you when I was little, I would have been like, wow. That is <laughs> So I'm really excited to highlight you uh, for Courage Month. I think that courage is one of those things um, that kind of gets this like really mystical rep. Um, I think that when we're younger, we're watching like TV shows or any like movies and things of that nature. Um, and courage is like the thing that um, has like the really exciting music behind it. And it has this really dramatic finish. And it's just this moment. Yeah. Like somebody finally gets something that they wanted for so long and stand up for something. Um, and it has this dramatic effect. Um, but I think that courage is really simple. Um, in its most uh, pure form, it's simply just believing in yourself. Um, and it's just moving within that spirit of believing in yourself. Um, and I know for me, I think the most courageous moments that I've had were probably moments in which that I just said something that everybody else is afraid to say. Um, I think that in most of those moments are probably just like with maybe three or four people at most. Um, I think that sometimes courage seems like it's always on a stage, but I think courage also looks like vulnerability in moments where you're with people that you trust. Um, and so yeah. I guess today, I kind of want us to talk about courage and it's like wholeness. I want us to talk about courage in um, not just the dramatic ways, but also in the simplistic ways, um, specifically through your story. And I'm really excited. Um, to do that. 
So we're just gonna hop right into these questions. So the first question that I have for you is, if you perceive yourself as successful, how has a positive self-image played a supportive role in that? Yeah, um, I think just focusing on the fact that you have to have a positive self-image with whatever it is that, that you're going after. And it doesn't matter whether the goal that you are, um, are chasing after is big or small. If you're passionate about it, if it makes you happy, then to me, that's success within itself. And there are so many different stones that can be thrown in so many different directions, whether that is from strangers, whether it's from family or from friends, or even just that little voice in your head telling you, telling you that you cannot do it. And you have to be courageous within yourself. And to me, a part of being courageous and a part of having that positive self-image is for you to have complete faith within yourself and for you to have faith within the vision that you're going after. And to me with that is that speak positive affirmations to yourself, whether that's in the morning, whether it's throughout the day, whether it's at night or all three, right? And if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to be able to believe in you. If someone comes to me and tells and tells me that they're trying to do something, but they don't sound confident about it, how can I be 100% confident within them? And even with myself, we can always talk ourselves out of things. And it's easy to do that because we're human. And it's not like I can say, hey, speak five positive affirmations on Tuesday and Wednesday is just going to be you know, the best day that you've ever had. It doesn't always work that way, but we have to always just constantly remind ourselves that we have to be our biggest cheerleaders. Even if you are the strong friend and you're always the one that's rooting and supporting everyone else, you can still go home at the end of the day and you can feel like you failed in everything that you said that you were gonna do for yourself. So you have to be that cheerleader for yourself. And I think that if you're that cheerleader for yourself, you understand what your passions are, you understand your gifts, and you take time to kind of learn yourself the way that we try to learn our friends, our partners, and our, and our family, that we can succeed and feel successful in anything, whether it's big or small. Yeah, I love the way that you packaged that and the way that you presented it. Um, I think that the biggest thing that I heard throughout what you just said is the fact that there's always that tiny little thing um, that's going to try to pull you back, whether it's a person, um, a situation, or yourself. Um, it, there's just always going to be that thing. Um, and the thing about being courageous is just pushing through each of them. And I know there are some situations in which that like, it's like an organization, which is a bigger, larger idea, or it's a circumstance in which that we did not see coming, or it's a, a person that's just not kind. <laughs> um, we didn't expect to deal with them. And I think that um, there were so many moments in which I decided that the only thing in which that I could rely on was being my own cheerleader. Um, and I think that especially uh, for young girls, there are just not enough resources. And um, besides Girl Talk, shameless plug, but... <laughs> There's just not enough resources um, and opportunities 
for us to see ourselves in the light in which that we're trying to assume. And I think that that's probably the hardest part is seeing that you can do it. If you can see it, then being courageous becomes a lot easier. Um, doing things in which that nobody else is gonna do or doing things in which you never expected from yourself becomes a lot easier once you just kind of throw those things away. And so it kind of brings me into my next question. I know that for me, um, I, I'm a pretty rambunctious, loud kind of leader. Um, and it's funny because when you're that kind of leader, people think that you don't get intimidated by things, but I definitely get intimidated by things. And I have like this little tick where like, I'll shake a little before I do something. Um, but you can't really tell because once I do it, I'm, I go for it completely and totally. And I think that, um, one thing that I've learned a lot in leadership uh, is that we all get intimidated. Like every single one of us, it just looks different for each person. So while I'm being really, really loud and rambunctious, I'm shaking, but people can't tell that I'm shaking. Um, so they uh -huh. just think, oh, she got it. She's doing it. Um, and I think that we should talk for a second about what uh, we do, how do we handle feeling intimidated? Because I also think that that is an aspect of courage um, that we all need to kind of grow in. Um, so the next question I wanted to ask is for you to describe a situation where an important or prominent person in any place that you were in, whether it's an organization or school and things of that nature, attempted to intimidate you and how you reacted to that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think just alone, you know, with me going after my bat, my bachelor's, um, my master's, and currently just in my doctorate program, I have just been connected with so many different people. And any room that I step into naturally where I don't see a lot of people who look like me, I just naturally feel intimidated. And if I have to present, um, you know, research, which is just a part of just the field that I'm in, just speaking into a room with, again, people, you know, who, who don't look like me, who've had more schooling than I have, who have had more experience than me, I just, you know, I automatically just go into my little shell, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I know enough, I, you know, did I really do everything, you know, have I trained enough, you know, for this moment, and what we call that is imposter syndrome, and it's difficult to kind of get out of imposter syndrome, but I think something that helps me is for me to talk to a mentor or someone who's in my corner who knows me and can snap me back into reality to remind me of who I am is sometimes for, you know, little black girls in regards to girl talk or anyone who may be listening, remind yourself of the queen or the king, you know, that you are within and just know that if God put you to it and put you for that, then you have all the necessary tools it takes for you to be in that moment. So don't feel shorthanded, even though it, it will come. And people can look at me and, you know, and, you know, maybe a pause, I'm not a pause, maybe, you know, very proud at a lot of the successful things that I do. And I too, you know, feel that some people may feel as if I don't get intimidated, but I do. I get very nervous, even just, you know, with this podcast, you know, just talking because it's my first time doing it. I'm, you know, I'm just nervous about how the audience is going to perceive the things, you know, that I'm saying. Am I going to be able to answer the questions the way that they need to be? And I don't know. In intimidation is a scary thing. I, I think that everybody at some point in time is going to feel as if 
they are intimidated with something. And if someone tells you I've never felt intimidated, they're probably just putting on a hard face and they're probably intimidating at that moment, you know, <laughs> because you're always going to feel like someone is better than you in, in something. But you just have to always remember that the only person that you're competing with is the person that you were yesterday. So you don't have to worry about the lane that anyone else is in. You're running your own race. Focus on that. Take one step at a time. Don't look at the entire staircase. And those are the things that I have to tell myself every day, you know, and sometimes I have to pump myself up when I'm speaking like, okay, Shakeli, you know, you're a great speaker. So, you know, you can speak. And some of the positive things that people tell me, I, I, I try to, you know, like repeat that in my head, like, okay, you are, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z you perceive that's this because that's, you know, that's what you are. And when it comes to, to positive and negative, sometimes we only look at what people say about as negative. And that's what we put into our heads. And that's why we feel, you know, overwhelmed, we're afraid, we're anxious, we're super intimidated all the time. But in that moment where you feel overwhelmed and you feel intimidated, you have to speak that positivity to yourself. Even if nobody has ever told you anything positive, you can always find something positive within yourself. And that's what you have to tell yourself to get over it. So there's like no particular person or particular organization that have made me feel intimidated. It's just wherever I am, if it's new <laughs> or if it's like my first time that's doing it, I'm intimidated, you know, just naturally. And I just have to snap myself out of it. Yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta, it's positive self-talk. It's yeah. self-talk <laughs> is so powerful and people, um, me included, just don't realize how powerful it is. Um, and I think it's because like, it gets kind of awkward, right? Like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, you got this, da, 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 you know? <laughs> um, it just, it gets kind of weird. But I think that there are moments in which that like, who else is going to do it except me? So I got to do right. it. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because there is um, um, a TV show that I watch and <laughs> she kind of like talks to herself in the mirror um a lot and when I saw it on tv I was like oh my gosh am I not weird like maybe I'm not weird when I try to like encourage myself and hype myself up um in the mirror and I realized that um I'm making myself feel uncomfortable it's almost as if that like I'm taking that intimidation that somebody else placed on me and I'm just doing it to myself um and so I think that uh it gets kind of weird but I think that it's so important um, there are times where I, it's not even like an affirmation. It's just like a conversation. It doesn't have to be like this super like, oh, moment where you're like, you are powerful, which I am, but it doesn't have to be like that. I can literally just have a conversation. Like I'm talking to a friend, like, girl, this is definitely not something that we want to do, but I definitely think it's going to have the reward that we want. So if it has something on the other side, we're going to commit ourselves to it because we can do it. Um, and just kind of encouraging myself the way that I would want somebody to encourage me um, is super, super powerful. Definitely think that is um, something that people should do when they feel intimidated for sure. Um, the next question. Yeah, and like we're the only one. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like you said, we feel like we're the only one and you're, yeah. you know, you're not. So if we have more conversations like this, then we know that everybody has to have that conversation. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and courageous leadership moments that I have found myself in um, are moments in which that somebody saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, so for me, a courageous leadership moment is probably when my mentor sat me down and was like, I want you to try 
speaking in front of a crowd of people. And it seemed like really simple, especially since I grew up with a father that was like a communicator by trade. So like a lot of people think that I should be able to also get on a stage and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> being the kind of person that I am, um, it took my courageous leadership action came after somebody encouraged me. Um, and so it became easier for me to see myself doing something because somebody saw it in me, like you mentioned earlier, how great it is to talk to a mentor. So the next question I wanted to ask you was for you to describe an example of a courageous leadership action of yours that you're really proud of. Hmm. Um, I would probably say one of my most recent ones would possibly be um, last year, of course, during, during the pandemic, where I kind of set myself down, um, grabbed one of my friends, and truly decided to step out on courage, step out on faith, and get something off the ground that we had really been pending to do, which is the birth of our business, Let's Get Stimulated, to try to really encourage young men and women of color to enter into science, technology, engineering, and math. And that kind of came from a vision of people always telling me that they felt like I was, you know, a good teacher, a good leader, and somebody that was good to kind of um, mentor others and motivate. And I'm thinking, how can I lead somebody, you know, and I'm still looking for people to lead me. <laughs> but it's just kind of, if you're not going to do it, you know, who, who else is going to do it? And I'm young enough to still be that inspiration. And then also old enough from some people that are still younger than me to say, wow, you know, in the next 10 years, I want to be able to have accomplished X, Y, and Z. So I'm very proud that I was able to kind of really step out on faith and kind of start the birth of a business, create networks in an environment that was kind of outside of my normal comfort networking area when it, when it came to, you know, just my research and my school and to really try to engage with people, which again, you know, is very intimidating because I'm entering into now a business field where I'm competing with other businesses that are out there. Like we're trying to motivate, you know, we're trying to encourage also we're trying to raise scholarships as well. And, you know, it's now I have to kind of take, take what, um, other people have done, kind of learn from that, take a lot of the advice that people that are in my corner that are rooting me on to do, and then also believe in myself, have that positive, right, image within myself to say, you are just as good enough to start a business and to encourage young men and women of color to enter into a field that a lot of people deem them as they are not supposed to be here, but let them know that you are just as good enough to be here as well. So that is something that I am very, um, very proud of to, to have done. That's so cool that you did that. I think that a lot of people are thinking about their passions and really grappling with if they should um, operate in that space too, especially you coming from a STEM background and moving into a more business model. I know that you definitely probably had moments you were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a little different yeah. than what I do. <laughs> and so I think that that's really, really cool because oftentimes as, um, as individuals and as women, I think that there are moments in which we're like, mm, 
I'm gonna stay doing what I know how to do. It's almost as if that like acquiring new skills is like a bad thing. Um, and it's like, whoa, whoa, like, I don't know if I should be that courageous about it, you know? Um, I think that that is something that everybody should um, throw away in their minds and just kind of like be like, mm, I definitely think this is gonna help somebody though. I think this is going to be helpful. I think it's gonna be life-changing. I think it's gonna be encouraging, inspiring and just moving within that. Um, Cause once you do, even if you inspire one individual, I promise you, you have changed the world. It's just that simple. Um, specifically for women, it really is that simple. Um, and so the next question that I kind of wanted us uh, to talk about before we wrap up is, have you ever chosen to stand alone in your conviction about something? Um, and when you did that, was there pushback at all? And if how you handled that pushback? So was there ever a time in which like you're, you had to stand very firm in a decision in which that you made that maybe some people didn't agree with um, and how you handled the pushback of that? Hmm. Um, something that kind of jumps at the top of my head would possibly be a moment in my doc, my, at the beginning of my doctoral program when I was going through a situation where I was working with someone, but I was not necessarily happy with the work environment. Mm -hmm. And I had to take a moment to kind of self-reflect, mm -hmm. to ask myself if I want to kind of switch gears in the working environment, should I just stick it out and, you know, be this strong, you know, black woman, whatever, <laughs> you know, the titles are, um, or should I face these challenges head on, tell myself, I am not happy. I do not want to continue on this route that I'm on. So here are my options. I know that my other options come with a lot of challenges with me trying to transition and move to another type of project, to another laboratory. It's a possibility that it might push back my graduation day, but am I willing to do that in order to be happy in the environment that I'm in? And that was something that kind of took several months for me to get on top of and for me to just eventually say, I, this is what I'm going to do. And it took a time for me to kind of put that fearful voice in the back of my head, bring out that courageous voice and say, you know, it's, this is what, this is what it is. And this is just kind of what I'm going to do. So that is definitely a moment. Yes. I had a lot of pushback from different administrators that, you know, were just saying that they didn't want me to have to risk my graduation date or anything, you know, being pushed back. They didn't want me to have to have any type of bad blood with the work environment that I was leaving, you know, before, because it's, it's not every day that you can just kind of leave a project because you're not happy. Most of the times people just kind of go through it in misery. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do that. I'm just all about whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that you're passionate and you're happy. With, with what you're doing. And I don't want anybody to be stressed in whatever they have going on. And particularly for me and um, you know other girls that are in Girl Talk, when they go off to receive whatever degree or you know what accomplishments they have, you're just gonna naturally probably be overwhelmed that one day with, within um, 
you know, your journey, but don't allow that to be every day that you're overwhelmed. And that's how I felt, you know, every day I just felt like I was just overwhelmed and I, I just didn't want to do it. So I listened to the criticism, but I still went with whatever it was that I felt was right. I made the best decision. I have not looked back. <laughs> I hope that anyone <laughs> that is listening, that is going through a situation where you kind of meet a sign, like, can I just leave this terrible work environment and move on to something that really makes me happy and what, you know, whatever my passion is, regardless of people saying, you may not make as much money, you know, and, and with whatever you're doing, maybe you should stay here. Maybe you should do that. Don't listen to it. This is your sign. Like, Go after whatever makes you happy because, you you know, you should be happy with whatever you're doing. Even now, like I get overloaded with what I'm doing, but because I'm so happy with the work that I'm doing and because I have a really great working environment, it's OK, because I know that tomorrow I can take, you know, some, some mental health hours or days I know that the weekend is coming and I'm OK, you know, with whatever I'm doing. But if I was still miserable on top of being overwhelmed oh no like I couldn't do that <laughs> that's so cool and I think you highlighted something in that story um about how being courageous is also as simple as advocating for yourself and just being like this isn't healthy for me uh mm -hmm. this isn't gonna work for me and this might work for other people and that's okay but I don't think this is gonna work for me um and the way you handle that pushback and being steadfast in your uh, decision it was it's awesome and I think that you should be proud of yourself and those that are listening um, should also be proud of themselves if they ever had a moment in which they're like no I believe in this and I'm going to stay in this moment um, and believe in myself while I do that um, I think that I've used the word believe in myself a lot and that's really because I think that female leadership is just that simple I think it's just believing in yourself and sometimes that can sound yeah. super corny and not cool. Uh, but believing yourself is a concept in which that I think that our society as a whole, um, it doesn't necessarily encourage. It doesn't discourage it in young girls, but I don't know if it actually encourages. And so because of that, I just want you to know that Girl Talk believes in you. That's why this podcast exists. Um, that's why Girl Talk exists. I think it's because uh, female leadership has the potential to truly change the world. However uh, you believe your passion can drive um, a movement, it can, and you should move within that. But in order to do that, you do need courage. And I hope that Shakayla's story um, and this conversation in which that we had today gives you the drive in which that you need in order to do that. So thank you so much, Shakayla, for being with us today. Um, and we will talk to you girls soon back on the Girl Talk Inc. podcast. Thank you for having me. If you did not know, Girl Talk is funded 100% by donors like you. Please click, click the link in our bio to donate today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Girl Talk, follow us on social media at Girl Talk Inc. And check out our website at mygirltalk.org.